terrors of tripping on pump. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. What's going on, everybody? Goodness. I'm so excited, I totally forgot to hit record on this, but that's okay, because it's Hangout, it's Hangout on Air. This is the Hot Boxes Tuesday, March 24th, 2015, while I'm recording this, uh, coming to you live from an undisclosed secret laboratory in Washington. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm in Washington now. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com, still the site. Haven't had an episode in, like, almost a year. I debated whether or not I should wait until... May, because <laughs> then, you know, that that would have been a year, but I was like, no, I'm too excited, too much stuff happening, uh, so yeah, here we are, hotboxpodcast.com slash live, join us, we got a hangout on air, and we got an IRC chat, uh, it's on Freenode, if you know how to use IRC, uh, channel is Hotbox Podcast. so I uh, got a YouTube that we're streaming this from and all that fun stuff, so definitely check that out, uh, we got a lot of new friends, since we last spoke to you, uh, stuff stoners like, I gotta say, I've been doing a lot of uh, just side reporting and, and articles and stuff like that for them. Stuffstonerslike.com, uh, awesome guys over there. Um, check out More Deadly Than Weed. If you remember, uh, we had a, a section on the site a while ago, and it was like, you know, here's all the things, dumb shit that's killed more people than weed. Well, I'm taking those and writing more in-depth on them, uh, and you can find them. The latest one is uh, a little more serious. Some of them are kind of more tongue-in-cheek, a little facetious, but this one is, of course, uh, serious uh, no-knock raids. They are are way more deadly than weed. So, uh, and I point out a couple stories in there specifically about deadly instances of no knock raids, of course. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Um, the other thing I want to mention, uh, a little something I started just for the fuck of it. Cause I have, uh, a lot of these oils and extracts to, to play around with and test and research on. So, uh, I did this little bit called dab etiquette, uh, the first one is all about a health stone. Uh, it seems like a lot of people just don't really, they're not familiar with what a health stone is. So uh, I ordered one because the, the head shops I went into, they just didn't have any. So they're like, some of them, and I mentioned this in the article. So uh, again, on stuffstonerslike.com, there's an article uh, called Dab, Dab Etiquette uh, Health Stones. Uh, heat gun versus a torch. I gotta say, if you look at the slow mo footage, <laughs> the uh, the heat gun is is I didn't slow mo the heat gun, but I slow moed the torch, and it's really just like biting a like a gross overcooked chunk out of your health stone, not like physically, but it 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 doesn't warm your stone up evenly. Eventually, the stone does obviously get to the right temperature, um, and then it'll vaporize your your oils, but it. <laughs> you're you're definitely getting uh what i've heard it referred to as uh, a terpene bloom and you're just getting way too many in there and they just in your lungs and then you see in the video me falling over uh trying to catch my breath but health stone plus heat gun that's where it's at. Now, uh, it's got to be like over 700 degrees because uh, the part that wasn't in the article uh, is that I I wanted to bring this thing to uh, the festival, to the bar fair coming up here. And 
you can't just plug shit in. So I'm like, all right, I'll find a portable heat gun. Not as easy as you might think. Uh, went on Amazon, dumped about $50 into one, and it just, it gets up to like 700 degrees, it says, but it just, it doesn't do the trick. It'll melt it, but it won't get it up to the temperature to vaporize it. So, uh, yeah, and I kind of explained that on, I mean, you can wiki uh, a health stone, but basically it's like a, it's an inert stone, which means when you heat it, it doesn't produce any like gas or any, any gross shit, right? It just, it's clean, it's pure. Uh, so it's a, just an inert stone. It kind of looks like pumice or lava rock. I don't, I don't know if it is. I wouldn't really want to torch lava rock, but you know, it works. Uh, and yeah, you, uh, the, the rock heats up and your dab, as you pull through whatever utensil you're using, the suction will pull the dab into the stone. And then as the stone heats up, so you're not actually getting flame on it, on your oil and catching it on fire, like you do on a bowl or whatever. Uh, it, it heats up to a point of vaporization as you're inhaling and then boom, there you lovely hits but yeah check it all out it's on stuffstonerslike.com uh kind of doing a little partnership with those guys over there uh gonna check out dope cup coming up here uh it's april 19th it's up in tequila washington uh and yeah they got judges you got people bringing their stuff and being like this is my best like let's test let's get tested let's do this uh the the theme i guess they do these things and themes is state fair so i'm i'm excited for that but uh yeah hopefully we'll get a couple tickets and we'll we'll be over there uh judging everybody's everybody's earls so uh that should be fun but yeah uh i guess man it's been there's so much to like tell you guys uh hopefully you've just been following me and like on on social media and and everything but long story short hopefully is that i got a different day job moved to washington for it and uh yeah i work in a lab uh pretty much just washing dishes right now but i'm learning like all of the all of the science uh that pretty much makes the most amazing materials out there so yeah it's really exciting and that's the other thing in that article on uh dab etiquette i wanted to mention that we i have access to to like pick the brains of two of the what I feel like are just the most smartest scientists in this industry right now. I mean, cutting edge shit. And uh, there's a lot of like dab myths out there. So I wanted to write a piece and do it like for the podcast and, and write it up and everything about like the top five or top 10 dab myths. So what I need you guys to do, uh, you can either email info at hotboxpodcast.com or better yet, Go to stuffstarslike.com, find the Dab Etiquette article. It'll be in the links here, the show notes uh, on the Hotbox site. And uh, in the comments there, I'll just collect them all right there because that'll be really easy to do it that way. Uh, just post. What's your the craziest, weirdest, just something you're curious about uh, in regards to oils, extracts, dabs, anything like that? And uh, yeah, I'll come through and find the best like five or ten or whatever, write them up, and then I'll bring them to our scientists and I'll say, answer my questions, wizard with your knowledge and uh yeah it'll be cool they're uh they're actually they want to like help educate because they also as scientists see that like yo there's a lot of there's a lot of bad shit going on and we should fix that you know as as good citizens and citizen scientists we should we should all uh strive to to make that better and and fix that so that's that uh again the uh dope cup 
It's at the Chateau Event Center. I should mention that. So if you're there, say hi. Look for us. Uh, we'll be there hopefully uh, Sunday, April 19th. So it starts at 6. Uh, it says that uh, there are looking for participants to join for the annual signature event, the Dope Cup. Uh, last year, the event drew 700 attendees. Uh, and they say this year will be bigger, better, uh, with 1,000 plus expected to show up. So that's kind of cool. Uh, very Looking forward to it. Should be fine. I've never been to a dope cup. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll put links to all that stuff in the show notes, hotboxpodcast.com. So, oh, let's see. Oh, I did want to mention, I saw this, uh, and, you know, we, we've we kind of been seeing this more and more, and I don't know if it is the fact. I'm sure the, the, the cannabis is far more potent now. But we, we're, we're able, because of the way the laws are changing, to do research to actually, like, uh, analytically classify all of this stuff and be like, here are the data. Like, we can actually see here here's what's in it. This is potent. This is crap, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, I feel like articles like this, this is CBS News, for example, it's just a lot of, like, scare Scare tactics, kind of, just being like, oh, the weed of today is so much more potent than the weed of yesterday. It's like, well, yeah, uh, duh. But I always kind of felt that that should be a, a point in our favor. It's like alcohol, right? It was, it was legal, right? And then it was illegal, right? Okay. And then it was legal again, okay? And through the ages, like, it's killed people. It hasn't really gotten more potent, I guess. I mean, you could m- m- just drink Everclear or something, but I feel like like there's not distillation technology that's being like, dude, I made this batch like so much more potent. You get to a certain point and you you die, you know? Like with weed, you can make it as potent as I guess you need to uh, for whatever you're trying to do with it. And you're not going to die. Worst case, you'll just, you know, like, fall asleep, and that, that'll that be that. But, again, um, this research comes from Shara Scientific, one of a handful of labs certified to test the potency of weed, and this is in Colorado. Um, they say, quote, We've seen a big increase in marijuana potency compared to where it was 20 or 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like we've – I feel like like look at any other industry like like cars. It's like, you know, cars have gotten better over the years. Well, yeah, it would be weird if they hadn't, right? If it was 2015 and we were still here smoking stems and sticks and tie buds or whatever the fuck uh, or driving Model T still. It's like, well, yeah, things evolve and, and get better. Um, but – Say la vie, I guess. Uh, they say, I would say the average marijuana potency is probably increased by a factor of at least three. So, our shit, three times more potent than what their shit was 30 years ago. So, that's what, like 10% each year? So, that's that's all right. I feel like not quite Moore's Law of, like, exponentially, you know, getting more potent like technology does. But still, still pretty, pretty decent. Uh, they say again, quote, this, as far as potency goes, it's been surprising how strong a lot of marijuana is. Uh, Lafrate said of the samples in his lab that they tested in recent months, he says, we've seen potency values close to 30% THC, which is huge. 
And again, this is something I would like to run by because uh, there's there's uh, a bunch of different labs that do analytics and everything. So it would be interesting to poll them and be like, what's the most potent you've seen? What's the most potent you've seen? Um, I did actually, there is a recreational shop that was kind of within driving distance. I mean, I, driving distance is like 70, 80 miles for me, but um, it is called Mr. Doobie's. And it's the only, like, legal recreational shop around here. And uh, this, again, I did a write-up article, video, all that on YouTube and StuffStarnsLike.com. So you definitely check that out. Um, but basically, like, he has he has some menus here. Uh, you got the Stevas, right? Your uh, Stevas. Uh, and then you got your, your Indicas. <laughs> so uh, we can market both sides of the buffalo, as they say. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I, I, I'm personally, I enjoy, uh, sativas and I would never, ever, ever condone paying as much as this shit costs, but it's, it's, I understand you have to spend money to not be a criminal, right? Like when you're dealing with this kind of stuff and the money hopefully eventually goes to a good cause and raises money to fix potholes and give schools upgrades and that kind of shit. Um, but yeah, very, very overpriced. Coming from Montana, where, uh, let's say, uh, swim gets them for like 200 an ounce here and there, uh, compared to this, which you can't even, you're, we're not even talking ounces. Like, just get that out of your mind, right? We're talking, uh, grams, 18 bucks a gram, 15 bucks a gram. If you get the party pack. Now, if let's say, hypothetically, swim and swim, swim, just want to like chill after work. It's Friday, feeling right, going to get just tuned up a little bit. Going to go with the party pack, right? Three grams. <laughs> I don't know. That's, to me, I, I get it. Like people that don't smoke that much, like three grams, that'll last you a bit, especially uh, you can get up to like uh, 20% with the train wreck, 21.5% of the, the super lemon haze as far as sativas go. Uh, and the Indicas, they had uh, something called Fruity Pebbles, I believe, which was the highest at 283 uh, And then Super Sweet under that, 2641 uh, And Afghan Skunk at 26.34. All the way down to, you know, 13% of the Afghani Kush special. And again, I mean, I, and I told this story on the, on the YouTube uh, video and in the article, but it was, it was interesting that I happened to be in there at a time when there was a couple older uh, couple in there and they were just like, like this was a whole new world to them. And they were asking them all these questions. And I was just like, yeah, do your thing, man. That's totally, I mean, educate them. <laughs> like they need to know that. So I don't know, <clears throat> very expensive, but Again, not a criminal. So, is how much is your freedom worth? And then I'm also curious: does like is there less of a paranoia associated with it as a like a preconception going into getting your buzz that makes people paranoid, right? Because like if if you smoke illegal weed every now and then, maybe people will think about like, ooh, I could go to jail, this could ruin my life, this and that. And they will spiral into like this whole just terrible, you know, bad trip almost, a bad stone trip, and they're just going to have a bad time. So I'm curious to see, like I don't get the paranoia, but I've never like, 
been arrested for this or anything. Like I've kept my nose clean, so to speak. So I, I don't, I have friends that have been and they do have the fear in them. And when they do smoke, they're always like, Ooh, you know, like watching you over your back, big brothers right there with a knife ready to jump you. It's, it's kind of creepy. So here where you can just, is it worth paying that extra tax to like not have that feeling or has it been muscle memory for so long? Are you still going to get that feeling, even though, like, it, 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 I'm sure it'll take time, right? This is something that's going to take some time. Um, but yeah, it's there. Uh, definitely check it out. Tell Todd. Hotbox said hi. Stuff Stars Like says hi. Um, and yeah, I'd love to review some strains, but not at $18 a gram. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, the article, I forget what it's called. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, uh, hotboxpodcast.com, but it's, uh, it's like buying legal weed in, in Washington, legal recreational weed. Cause yeah, I don't have my card. So oh, let's see. They say that uh, basically compared to the 80s when the federal officials said the level was about 4%. <laughs> like, what is 4%? Like, I don't... Is that like... Like, here. That was 4%. <laughs> like, that's... I don't know. That's that's not really much. But, uh, again, when when it's new and, and so so dangerous and, and you could easily see how numbers if they're like oh the weed back then is four percent and it was the devil's weed and the devil's weed now is 30 percent so it must be like you know 26 percent more devilish or some shit um the the nida nida national institute of drug abuse right the ones that that had the the legal federal weed going on before that got canned uh they say the potency of marijuana has been steadily increasing over the past few decades but a level 20 or 30 percent thc is even greater than the institute has reported in the past as of 2012 it said marijuana confiscated by police agencies nationwide had an average of 15 percent so if if we look if we look at the chart here 15 percent that's going to be anywhere between your Williams Wonder, uh, your C-Level, 15.6%, right? Your THC Brit, uh, the Grape Ape even. Sure, 16.1. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, not not great, but good stuff, right? And not everyone smokes weed every day, all day, and dabs and oils and, like, is able to do that and function. So you need lesser strains for people to get them in, get that endocannabinoid system primed, and then, like, you know, slowly work your way through the menu if you can afford it, I guess. But, Yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, let's see. They say, according to the Institute, higher concentrations of THC in marijuana could mean, quote, a greater chance of an adverse or unpredictable reaction, especially in new users. And, quote, for frequent users, it may mean a greater risk of addiction. Really, guys? Eh. I mean, I, I guess, do people get addicted to weed or do we just enjoy smoking it? And, like, I could quit at any time, right? I know, that's what everybody says, right? But... It's, I don't know, I feel like I have this system in my body that, you know, takes this thing, and I personally operate better when that thing is topped off, <laughs> like, at all times. Uh, more tolerant of people, I'm nicer, I'm smiling, things are brighter, everything's happy. Uh, it's like swim microdosing with, with uh, magic mushrooms or something, you know, just taking, like, a quarter gram or half gram 
uh, it just brightens the world up a little bit. It gets those receptors going, and they're there for a reason, right? If you don't use it, you lose it, and you become fucking wasty zombie bullshit. Can't turn into wasty zombie bullshit. Gotta use it. Use it, keep that shit primed and going. And operating, as my friend Kyle, you know Kyle, Kyle would say, uh, at, at a proper... <laughs> Maximal efficient operating uh, temperature. So uh, they say it just kind of goes on. It's like the the concentrations can be manipulated by marijuana growers who crossbreed strains for increased potency. It's like what other thing do you do you make that out to be a bad weird thing like that? You know you don't you're not like ooh. Comcast and Time Warner, they're okay. Well, maybe people did. They were like, okay, that's not a good thing, but bad example. But like when, when a business is crossbreeding to increase potency, which is a good thing, it's not poison. We're not trying to kill the people that smoke it here. Like we're doing this because it's good. We, we get to, we're going to get to a certain point of operating temperature with how much of these cannabinoids and which ones and when we get them into our system. I feel like. There's going to be a little bit of an enlightenment happening, which is weird because the whole time we've been growing up, we've been told, "Eh, it's going to make you dumb. Don't be a dope. Like, don't smoke dope, you dope. You know, that kind of shit. Like, it makes you have that perception that people that smoke all the time are stupid. And, you know, sure, some of them are. People that don't smoke all the time are fucking stupid. It's just people. Like, people are stupid. There's enough of them. (laughs) You're going to get stupid ones. You're going to get smart ones. That's just how it is. Uh, Also, they say, the process of crossbreeding may also be responsible for another change in the makeup of much of the marijuana tested by Cheris Scientific. Many samples turned out to contain little or no cannabinoidal or CBD, the compound that helps uh, the, you know, People believe that it will help with cancer, helps with seizures, stuff like that. Uh, They say that, uh, yeah, potential medicinal uses. And we don't even know because, you know, it was illegal to do studies on this kind of shit until just recently. And and it's going to happen. Scientists, they say, are researching its possible role in treating neurodegenerative disorders such as Alzheimer's, Huntington's disease, as well as conditions like seizure disorders, anxiety, and the schizophrenias. So uh, that was somewhat of a surprise, they say much more potent strain, less of the medicinal part. Uh, in light of the potential medicinal uses of CBD, they say, quote, I hope more studies are done, but certainly we have to standardize and put CBD, CDB, CBD in there to make sure the studies have the benefit. Well, the benefit is the whole plant, right? Uh, then they also go on there talking about contamination. Now this, this I agree with. This is a whole other thing. And this is where you can kind of, you can kind of talk about like medical and recreational. Like recreational smokers, we can handle a little contamination. Obviously it's better if there's none. But in, in a, in a place that has both, you would really hold the medical grade stuff to a higher, uh, set of standards, right? You don't want sick people getting contaminants in them from the plant that's supposedly helping them get better. Um, but yeah, so they, they talk about, uh, they, they had, uh, this lab, Chara Scientific, they tested, uh, a bunch of samples, uh, that Colorado producers submitted, right? So they're gonna say, what is in this? Um, probably GCMS, LCMS, something like that. It's gonna say, okay, this is exactly what's in it. This is how much of what's in it. And, uh, yeah. So <laughs> this is, this is, this is where I do believe we do need to, to, to do something. Uh, they say, quote, it's pretty startling just how dirty 
a lot of this stuff is. Uh, this is Lafrate again from the lab speaking. Uh, some plants turned out to be harboring fungus, bacteria, or traces of heavy metals. Now, see, some fertilizers, gotta watch out. Gotta be careful what you're using. Gotta go organic and gluten free, right? Stupid. Um, yeah, they say it's a natural product. There's going to be microbial growth on it no matter what you do. So the questions become, what's the safe threshold? And which contaminants should we be concerned about? Uh, so, yeah, it, it it is interesting. It's new. Um, but obviously, I guess, is is that obvious? Like, it's you're smoking it. I mean, sure, you, it's going in your body. You know, I want it all contaminated with gross fungus or, you know, mites or whatever the f- hell else gets in people's plants. Uh, the definitely stuff like heavy metals and everything from fertilizers or whatever else could be getting in there. Um, some people may be flooding their rooms with CO2 or nitrogen. See, I don't grow, so I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but I've heard, uh, that can end up in the plant. And then when you go to process it, it is, it's in there. So you got to do more processing to get it out, but not everyone's doing that. So, um, this I feel like is to blame, uh, is to point the blame of the government because had they not been such dicks about this the whole time, we could have been doing all of this since the sixties. And imagine had we been doing what we're doing now, like look where we've come today. This, this is where we've come today. There's no PG. There's no VG in this. This, this is just extract. Like this is, this is something that a lab makes and it's, it's scientifically clean. We just figured this shit out because it, previous, you would go to jail for figuring this out, which is ridiculous. So uh, you get the stories that come out and they're like this, but it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of what you created. Like you, We couldn't do any of this studying until just recently, so now we're figuring all this out. Hopefully, the, the, what it comes down to is what you do with the information, right? If you're going to take all this information and clean up your shit and get all your, your fungus and your metals and all that, your, your solvents or what have yous out of the stuff that the end users are smoking, then, then that's good. You need to analyze it. You need to see what's in it. And then you need to take the steps. And, and these labs should definitely be helping a little bit to, to educate people and be like, Hey, we're the scientists. They're the scientists. We need to, you know, here's what's in your shit and here's how to, you know, maybe not have it in your shit. And I know they do that. They have the the symposiums and and lectures and all that. But, um, yeah, as more states do this, we're going to either get, like, a lot of really contaminated, gross shit, or we're going to go the other way and just everyone's game will be on point. Let's hopefully (laughs) get our shit together uh, and the game will be on point. So, oh, well. Uh, let's see. Oh, this, this just happened. It's Charlotte Green. You guys remember her. She was the, the one, uh, up in Alaska f- that quit her job and was just like, fuck it. I'm out. Uh, article on stuff like dot com about how she got raided. Like, and I feel like, and it sucks because you need to poke the hornet's nest, but I feel like we need to, the people that poke the hornet's nest should not have the substance in question in them, on them, around them. Like, we need to nominate non-smokers and, and, and whatnot to, to be the people that poke the hornet's nest. Because I feel like sometimes, 
you poke the hornet's nest, and then you get stung a bunch. And that's kind of uh, what happened. Uh, the police took weed and impounded the Dodge Dakota and Jeep Liberty. This was uh, on Friday last week. Uh, Green, of course, the former television reporter who gained notoriety when she quit her f- uh, job live in TV September with an expletive. The F expletive, uh, and announced she's becoming an advocate to legalize the recreational use of marijuana in Alaska, which has happened or is happening. They they've passed it, but they're still like working things out. I guess like just here, you remember how it was? It's not like that anymore. There, it's worked out. Like it was, it was, it was legal. Then the government made it illegal. Now we're making it legal again. So just do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she, she said, uh, she basically said, quote, we don't sell any recreational marijuana. We don't sell any medical marijuana. This is a place for cardholders to come and share their own cannabis. Uh, the residents, it's a home, multiple medical marijuana cardholders, as well as the club. She said, quote, I saw them uproot a couple of marijuana plants. They took some bongs and pipes and phones and computers. That's pretty much it. And that's, that's pretty much what they did. You guys remember a while back when, when, uh, Ian's shop got raided over, uh, in Montana, the medical shop there. Uh, and that's what they did. They're like looking for other drugs, uh, but they're taking all of your legal drugs, but I guess federally not, right? Uh, and then, yeah, it's just, just to scare you, right? Just be like, hey, get out of town because we're not dealing with your, your pot selling kind, you know? It's, it's ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Uh, by opening back up bright and early, I love this. <clears throat> Less than 24 hours later, after the police, uh, failed scare tactic, we, she says, at the Alaska Cannabis Club, have made it clear that the will of the people is stronger than any force they have, and we aren't going anywhere. <laughs> uh, I I hope not, but I ah, man, I I like I'm so torn with this. Like, good for you, that's so awesome. Like, f them for doing that, but man, watch your back out there because they they're not like if you tell cops they can't do something, their reaction is to do it. Like with force, I feel like it's it's all like no sir, yes sir, no sir. But as soon as you're like, oh, you can't do that, they're like, oh yeah, Pff. like I, it sucks. That's that's how it is. But ah, we you gotta like fix that system before um, we can have people that have federally illegal things. Even if your state said like federally it's still illegal, and we have to change that before you can go poking the hornet's nest and then being like smoking and shit like. It's it could backfire, and I hope I hope you stay safe, Charlotte. I hope you do. Be you're doing awesome work up there. Uh, I'd love to get you on the show and just say hi and, and talk to you about uh, about the the raid and just you know what you're doing up there. It's cool. If you want to come down to Washington, check out some some liquid dabs or some Midas or whatever. Well, I don't know what we're calling it, what it's being called yet, but I kind of like the Midas because it's gold. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Alaska voters, of course, last year approved a ballot measure legalizing the recreational use of marijuana, but it's still illegal to sell the drugs. So that's what that's that's like. Oh, yeah, uh, you guys can have weed if you have these tax stamps. But, yeah, you know, the darnest thing, we're fresh out of tax stamps. Well, thanks, government. Appreciate it. 
Uh, of course, the Anchorage Police Department came out with a, uh, a, a, a quote here, and they said it's very important that people don't try to jump the gun until the state sets our other rules and protocols for the sale and commercialization of marijuana. So don't jump the gun. And of course, as with all marijuana raids, no arrests have been made or charges filed. So uh, you can check out that article. I'll put links to it in the show notes. Uh, and that article is over on stuffstonerslike.com. So definitely check that out. I feel like hosting a show is a lot easier with somebody else. I like I want to smoke and drink, but I don't want like a bunch of silence. So I know you know what what I'll do. We'll play a little tunes, all right? And then I can go. I can have my my smoke, and it won't be it won't be silent, right? Okay, this will be good. I'm a cannabis sack, smoking backpack, toting mad rap, quoting that, show you how bad your raps are broken, Facebook poking rhyme rhyme, with the same gold pen, all we gonna be writing rhymes till we're old men, Matt Lee, 9 to 5, 5 to 3, smoking weed, the hardest work, electric heel in this whole world, reek, damn man, that hole is deep, that's why I'm smoking on the freak, just to keep my whole wide world scoping, breathe, I don't buy that schedule, one political, hypocritical bullshit, commonly used to fool kids into thinking they rule shit, and if you do, you're a Silly goose on the loose, ripping through this excuse of common confusion. My eyes turn red, focus gets the best of my attention to the detail. How the fuck am I gonna learn how to fly to the moon? Then NASA lost funding, now I'm sitting on the couch about to zoom the outbundance. So spark it up, inhale, slow pass it to the left before you blow it out. Make sure to save your breath. I got that one hit a quitter, make it cough up and spit a little drip, drip, dribble from your lip and then you back up a butt, light it up, I don't give a fuck. Where we go when we roasting bowls Feeling like a villain in the middle of my street Feeling pretty good cause that's how we roll So pack up a butt, light it up, I don't give a fuck Where we go when we smoking weed Feeling like a villain in the middle of my street Feeling pretty good cause that's what I need now a lot of songs wrote about a plant Smoking bowls every day, step away, but I can't Inanimate love, absurd, but sir Have you ever puffed herb till your vision gets blurred? This green mistress injects straight from the biscuits We insist, puff, pass, left, hit this A little smoky smoke ain't never done damage Someone plays for the nation, now someone get me a sand So the Lord spend 500 bucks a second To arrest your brothers and sisters Now it's your lives they're wrecking That's over 50 million dollars now what shall we do about this problem? Smoke pot, sit around and babysit the couch. Now what the pumps? We're all getting gout. And look outside, is that unenraged crowd? If you work on Wall Street, it's starting to get loud. Back up a butt, light it up, I don't give a fuck. Where we go when we roasting bowls. Feeling like a villain in the middle of my street. Feeling pretty good, cause that's how we roll. So pack up a butt, light it up, I don't give a fuck. Where we go when we smoking weed Feeling like a villain in the middle of my street Feeling pretty good cause that's what I need Alright, sorry, I, I'm gonna have to figure out a better way to do that while uh, while I'm recording shows by myself Hopefully, actually, we're gonna start doing this with uh, my homie that works at the, the our lab with me 
and uh, yeah, well, me and him will do the show, but he works and doesn't get off till like midnight, so I get off at like five. But the weekends definitely have to do that. So, all right, uh, let's see. Moving on. Um, article in the Washington Post thought this was kind of interesting. The DEA getting less funding, uh, budget pressures, as the headline says, um, and in turn pulling up, as they say, less weed um they do have a nice graph i'll show you since we're we're using hangouts here we can do things like this during the show and uh now you can see this little graph so 94 right kind of like high going into 94 and then kind of low and then 98 right no two still just kind of back and forth no big deal whatevs and then oh Four oh six. It's like nah, and then twenty ten. Holy fuck! What the fuck? Just completely out of control, and then going back down. Ah, uh, so yeah, crazy how that kind of works. Uh, they say the number of marijuana plants seized and destroyed fell slightly last year, and this is by the DEA, uh, remained sharply lower than the record numbers seen at the dawn of the Obama administration. Uh, According to the DEA's records, 4.3 million marijuana plants were wasted last year. I mean, completely wasted. You want to talk about drug abuse? Boom, that right there. And I mean, just like, there's... You could have done so much with that. Like, you just destroyed it. Just like, no, you can't have it. Man, I'm destroying it. Stupid plant. Rah, I hate this plant. Uh, 4.4 million was the year before. 10.4 million in 09. 10.4 million plants. Holocaust shit. And no, I don't mean to, like, compare it to something that terrible. But, like, there's so many plants that just completely wasted. Uh, they say the plants were destroyed by law enforcement officers under the auspices of the DEA's Cannabis Eradication Program. This program allocates money from the Department of Justice Asset Forfeiture Fund to 128 state and local law enforcement agencies. Uh, the agencies use the money to locate and destroy indoor and outdoor weed grow sites. So, oh, I should show you. They have a, a nice little like uh, uh, image of their badge. <laughs> Check this out. Marijuana eradication team. The eagle has landed. I love that. You're, uh, the eagle has landed. Just ripped up all your crops. Uh, marijuana eradication teams. They crisscross the countryside in helicopters looking for grow sites. That's the pigs in the choppers. Mister uh, or Doctor Greenthumb was always talking about. Gotta have your grow shield up, right? So they can't detect that. Uh, they occasionally become overzealous in carrying out their missions. The governor, uh, Georgia's governor's task force for drug suppression, they earned notoriety last year when they raided a retiree's garden after misidentifying okra as marijuana. Is that weed? Ah, fuck it. Rah, 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 rah. Down the floor. Oh, that's just okra. It's just Oprah. It's fine. Uh, Last month, a member of DEA's marijuana eradication team in Utah warned lawmakers that a medical marijuana bill would lead inevitably to stoned rabbits in the state's forests. (laughs) I feel like nobody wants to be that asshole that just, like, has to say that, but the government, like, the, the, uh, the orders get handed down. Right? And it's like, it's like, ah, uh, that movie Visioneers with, uh, Zach Galifianakis when they're all, 
they're all like doing their and the the tube comes down and he like unrolls it and it's like the orders for I feel like the tube comes down and someone's like and it's like what is it this time Bill? Well, they want us to say that it will inevitably lead to stoned rabbits in the state's forests. All right, well, fuck, we better start drawing straws. And like, I feel like nobody wants to be that asshole that has to make that statement so that it can be turned into an article on the Washington Post and then picked up and made reality, basically. But it happens. Like, it happens. Stone rabbits? Really? Like, do you really believe that? Or did you have to say that so you could keep your job in 401k? It's okay. You don't have to lie to us. We know. Uh, they say, for fiscal year 2014, the DEA estimated that the asset forfeiture program provided $18 million to fund the cannabis eradication program. Wow. $18 million whole dollars? I feel like Colorado, like, pooped that in a second or two with all of the, just from the recreational money that they've made uh, from selling weed. Uh, 4.3 million marijuana plants destroyed. That comes out to about $4.20 a plant. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, uh, they say in recent years, funds available for cannabis eradication have been drying up. It really... Weird. That's so weird. You know what else has been drying up? Funds for the witch eradication program. Yeah, witch eradication? <laughs> okay. Who's on first? Uh, public opinion toward marijuana has shifted rapidly over the same period. You know, ever since we got the internet and figured out that you were lying this whole time. Like, that's, that's totally what... It's not like, oh, all of the sudden public opinion has shifted. No. People got educated and they were like, uh, actually, you guys have been totally lying this whole time. And then, you know, we, we wrote about that and we posted it and then everyone saw it and then that became reality. See? Two can play at this whole reality uh, generation game here, so... So just keep that in mind and try and cut the cord on the internet or something. Uh, together, they say these factors have caused state and local governments to prioritize more serious and deadly drug threats, also in the same schedule as marijuana, like meth and heroin. So maybe a federal rescheduling, a re-legalization, just repeal prohibition. I don't know. There's, there's a ton of ways to do it. But um, like I said before, I do still feel like you can have a medical and a recreational side and the medical side should be held to a higher, a higher responsibility of, of quality of product and everything. And the recreational side, just smoke whatever. Like if you want the higher product, pay for it. If not, then smoke dirt weed. Who cares? Grow it yourself. No one, like you should be able to at least uh, have that choice. Uh, let's see. They say that there's 2.7 million plants destroyed. California alone contributes 63% of the total haul last year. But California's numbers have fallen sharply during the Obama administration because they were raiding Montana and other states. Uh, no. They, uh, the, they say taking the national numbers down with them, quote, coinciding largely with the downsizing of and then ultimately the disbanding of the state's nearly 30-year-old campaign against marijuana planting program. Or camp. Don't camp, bro. Don't camp. Uh, DEA assists annual marijuana seizures in California have fallen over 60% since 2010. Uh, and that's Paul Armentano, deputy director of Normal. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't, I mean, it's not like you're going to lose your jobs. Like, there are plenty of other shithead drug addict shit 
like that you could go after people taking advantage of drug addicts and everything stringing them along whatever like there there's a lot of shit that could be fixed you could also get retrained to go work in like facilities that actually help people rather than treating uh things like meth addiction and opiate addiction stuff like that as uh, a criminal thing you know you could go maybe work in an ibogaine treatment center or something like that and get yourself uh better and then you know reintroduced into society i don't know you don't need to be like shooting people and pepper spraying kids in the face that's that's for sure um but yeah and uh, again kind of talking about that another article over on stuffsnerslike.com uh doing the poll and we've we've seen the poll right everyone's been like oh look the poll on facebook it's like 49 51 like 49 percent uh are for it 51 percent are against it and i feel like every time that poll happens it's really close to being like neck and neck but now we're definitely seeing the the weight shift over and uh this latest poll uh saying 61 percent are of americans now support it so it's literally literally a matter of time before this just gets opened up and 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 not even state by state but just like on a country level we can all agree and be like okay can we can we just fucking do this now and everyone's like okay yeah i guess we better just do it and uh yeah that makes money eases tension on the prison system i mean like there's so many benefits i i'm not even gonna go into it right now at the end of the show you guys know it's like preaching to the choir you guys totally know uh, but yeah, I, I do like that, that, that there's numbers that you can actually link people to and be like, well, look, you know, more people are supporting it now. Well, they say over six in 10 voters agree with legalizing state regulated sales of marijuana. 61% of voters agree that state regulated sales of marijuana should be legal. Uh, and then it goes into like Republicans. I don't care about that. It's just, there's the numbers. It's good. Uh, so yeah. And like even more, if you, that, that's like straight up like legalization, re-legalization, whatever you want to call it. The numbers go up significantly. Uh, they're talking like over 72%. If you just phrase it as in like, we're going to reduce numbers, uh, in jail time, we're going to instead give you a fine. Um, like way more people are into that, which is weird. It's like, so what is your hang up? You're, you're okay. Like saying that you're not going to do jail time, but you should still have to pay if you get caught with it like that it turns into a weird thing that now i have to chase you and make you have weed and like that's the only way i'm gonna get this money because i'm a cop i feel like that's let's just completely fix it and not like be like well we're gonna just make it a small fine it's like no i'm not gonna pay you to not be a criminal that's so weird i go from one state where i'm completely fine to another state where now i'm a criminal like this is the dumbest weirdest thing ever i don't know, I don't know. sorry silly silliness uh article over on main street here want to say that they are eight states they feel are likely next for legalization so um what states are they talking about here dc alaska oregon and those have i feel like dc is happening uh florida which is interesting um and then of course we have colorado and washington uh oregon and alaska um yeah so it's it's gonna be state to state florida they're saying the next one because of the cbd bill stuff like that uh maine 
Interesting. So uh, the vote up 55%, 45 against uh, in Lewiston, uh, 52 to 48 in favor in South Portland. So it depends on where you're at there in Maine. Uh, Massachusetts going to do it, possibly. Michigan, possibly. Minnesota. It's like, so do we need, I feel like we know what works. Like we can, we can establish a system at a, a, a level that it works for every state. I, I guess it's cool to try different things and have different states that we can try different things, but I don't want it to get to a point where every state's doing their own experiment and some states are just completely effed and shitty uh, in regards to it. And in other states, it's like, you know, paradise. I moved here to work in this industry. Like, I left my house, my stuff. Like, all I have is what I fit in my car and living here, like, with, with a cool-ass roommate that I work with, which is awesome. I'm super stoked that that, that worked out well. Uh, I could have ended up with some, somebody not so awesome to live with, but like people, and I wrote about this in a, in a weed refugee article on stuff like uh, talking about, you know, uh, we've talked about this on the show about how families that have children that have seizures a lot, Dravet syndrome or whatever, move their whole lives to the States that they can get that medicine and not be quote unquote, a criminal. And I was like, that's, that's, that's a powerful thing, right? Like something that we've been told has been illegal for so long, yet so many people do it in the face of possible jail time, possible, like all of these problems that go along with the criminalization of, of what you're doing with that plant, but we still do it. Right. And some people like passionately, like we really, really love it, which is insane that it's something the government has said is so bad and it's so so it's it's interesting to me to see that like even to a, a higher level than that, uprooting whole families and being like, well, we're just going to live here in this cool state because they're not treating me like a piece of shit criminal. And I feel like more people are going to do that. And you are if you if if we only have a few states, like five or less, that that end up legalizing it, all of the cool dope ass people are going to move to those five states. So. I guess what I'm saying is that we should get those states like close to each other so we can all hang out, right? And and be dope ass people together. Um yeah, so New York, New Mexico also on that list of uh possible states to to legalize soon. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting and that's I mean, there's so much going on. I wanted to bring the hot box back. It still gets a lot of people interested in it and I I feel bad that like we can't do shows more often, but this is definitely this one the jam hole attack of the androids. Those are kind of the core 3 that that I'm going to keep going while I'm living here, uh changing up my 9 to 5, working in a lab and uh learning science, learning cool science, having access to amazingly smart scientists that I can just ask them. So again, check out the dab etiquette article, drop a comment. What is, you know, your dab myth? Like what is something that you've heard that, that you've been like, I don't know. Is that true? Um, I, I have a list I'm going to present to them and, uh, yeah, we'll get our answers scientifically. So I'm definitely, definitely excited for that. Uh, I think that's really it for now. I got to go eat because in this town, everything closes at eight and I'm I'm probably going to be late. And then I feel bad because I like go in and I'm like, oh, well, uh, can you cook? And they're like, well, we actually just turned the thing off. It's like, well, nothing else is open and I didn't bring pots and pans. Anyway, 
Not your problem, not even my problem. I'm completely loving it here. And I'm excited to work in the industry that I've been smoking and preparing for. I feel like <laughs> I've been, like, I've worked in kitchens and all that, and I, I would wash dishes and stuff. And then, like, I smoke a lot of weed, and I've, I've sold weed allegedly, swim sells weed, all that. And it's, it's, all of the dealing with, with weed and washing dishes has prepared me well because so far at the lab, like, I've just, I've weighed shit and then I've washed dishes and, like, it's, it's awesome. I could do this all day, but yeah, I'm very, I feel very blessed to, uh, be, be able to do that and smoke these and do little experiments, making E spliffs and fun stuff like that. So keep in touch, keep online, hotboxpodcast.com. That's the site. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and then you'll know when these shows go live, doing it through hangouts. If you go to hotboxpodcast.com slash live, there's a page with the, the video and a chat room that's on uh, IRC. I got a little web thing in there so you can definitely check that out. Also, check out our friends over at stuffstonerslike.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out that article. Drop me a comment on what your dad myth is or just email info at hotboxpodcast.com uh rice review and itunes always appreciate that check out our friends over at sword and scale uh mike boudet does an amazing true crime podcast over there and uh yeah that's about it i'll uh, catch y'all probably in a week or two um yeah, yeah we'll see so have a great week I woke up on my day off, feeling robust, about to toke up with my main dog, who's a grow buff. He knows stuff, nobody knows about the Chiba. Grow yields every month, from indicas to sativas. Roll over to his fat bachelor pad, he holds everything, edibles, hash, wax, and dabs. Crash on the couch, about to go half on a pound. Pass it around, MP3 blasting the sounds. Thick jars with more colors than them Pixar. Flicks are, roll up the swisher and hit the split hard. A good day, what? You ain't seeing me in 2K. Throw it in, Lob City versus LA. Touche. Get a game or two, chilling with my favorite crew. The flower girl embedded in everything we do. We came, we blew. The lock got our chest locked. Pound a fresh pot, now I'm out to the next spot. Then it's peace and I'm off in the wind peace. Trying to whip away the law enforcement again Why pretend I'm high and my eyes are glowing red yeah. But rather seeing them I notice other things instead Like wherever I go, everywhere I look is And wherever I roll, everywhere I'm looking we're blunted on the way to get some munchies My mind wandering between space and something crunchy So hungry, I can eat a whole planet If the year was 05, I can eat a whole Janet When you in the store lit, everything looks gorgeous Ice cream or chips with dip, even oranges Even ladies in the store looking edible The flower girl tight, have your ass cooking vegetables She says she knows a party blooming with green And she'll probably be appearing with two of her team I said cool, hit me up, we're rolling a few Headed home, thought about her smile over some food she probably thinks I'm just the type to hit and run quick That I'm just looking for a place to get my blunt lit Until she finds out I'm just a musician Just trying to get the vision of his mind out through his lyrics and have you listen But now I can't stop thinking about the flower girl that I met that evening Plant seeking, inviting me out for mad cheating I promised every room in the house would have weed in She texted me when she got there, said everybody had their with everybody rolling up and the party growing. Yeah.
every party seems it's the same everybody's got drink but finding weed is a pain but that wasn't the case when i drive by this flower party i even ran into my pot guy over bob marley so much smoke in the house the air was clear barely joints bongs blunts even dabs stare me i'm fairly certain behind the therapy curtain they're barely working this function was eerily perfect Once I felt the tap on my shoulder, it was over. I knew it was her, turned around and she was holding. A super blunt hit held in her lungs. She came closer, had me then in hell in the sun. Great company, atmosphere a ton of weed. Flower girls all over the house that want to puff with me. Right now I just feel lucky to be. Like the plants I was lucky to chief with my peeps. We didn't leave until the sun rose Up all night, breathing trees with some fun folks Games, music, drinks, even dumb jokes Brought to us by the flower girl, everyone knows We walk out in the early morning and all we saw was And I noticed the first thing I wanted to do was smell the 